1: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up.
2: This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Emily Shearer, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Could Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. This is Feth Jocksworthy, and if your name is John Steinklobber, you might be a redneck. Hey! This is that story show, people. A- yeah. You're watching? Hey, he who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat.
3: I flew his sweetie house. I left her some guano. <laughs>
2: hey, podcast people! This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode three forty six, brought to you the week of July first, twenty twenty. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here.
3: Hi, I'm John Steinklubber, and I'm also here.
2: <laughs> Glad to have you, man.
3: Thanks, man. Uh, thanks oh, for
2: recording sorry. a day early, because I'm going be, to be missing tomorrow. Tomorrow is float trip day. Float so trip. Yeah. It sounds like a,
3: sounds like a, a, a vacation that you take when you're going to go to like a, like a soda shop. And and you get a lot like a, like a root beer float and, and other kinds of floats that they might
2: make. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Float trip. Yeah. That would make it more fun. But instead, I'm going to be in an inner tube going down a river very slowly. and my So my butt's going to be wet the whole time, basically. <laughs> and you're going to get a sunburn on one side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. That sounds like fun, though. Uh I don't know. It's my wife's idea. Um, there's three three hours of it. Whoa, that's yeah. a long float. Oh well,
3: Actually, you know what? that's not. That's about how long it takes us when we go down a chadhuji. She
2: uh, wanted a six hour trip, oh. a- and I was like, no, no, no. You have
3: to get a, a, an extra raft for your uh, for your cooler to keep all your stuff
2: in. Float trip. I am. Uh, I'm floating. I, I don't even know down what river. I, I'm just going to be down there. Um, I've already told my son about gar's. Do you know what gar's are? Yeah, yeah, they're fish t- with teeth. Fish with teeth, and I I wouldn't be doing my job as a father if I hadn't told him about the possibility of bumping into one of those <laughs> on the. Are they? But they're not really aggressive
3: where you're at, right?
2: Right. <laughs> but he doesn't know that, and 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 Wrong. of course, there's one called an alligator gar.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: So, you know, alligator gar.
3: Mm. Uh, now, how is he going to manage with, you know, his arm in a sling? Well, he out. got his
2: arm out of the cast yesterday. What? Yeah. He only had it on for 3 weeks. Wow. I know. It's a miracle. I don't know it why. Is a miracle. But he 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 it he cracked it in such a way that it it mended properly and and he's good. He he can float down the river. So, well, can you say Honolulu? I, I can. I can. I want to go there. Um, hey, anyway, this, we always start with an opening story. This one's called Flushed Away. <laughs> uh, one day I was going to buy an expensive Lego set, and I put my money in my pocket, and I went to the bathroom. And I go to the bathroom, and when I finished, I flushed the toilet, and I found the money has fallen into the toilet. So mm. I, I flushed it. And now I don't have the Lego set or my money I love uh, you guys <laughs> keep up the show <laughs> that is heartbreaking it's terrible why you to start the show uh,
3: you're flushing your money down the toilet but I didn't think of it literally like that that's sad
2: yeah and that was um that was from uh, Rocco mm-hmm. let's uh jump into the weekly rewind.
1: rewind.
2: All right, weekly rewind is where we take something from the last seven days or so and bring it to you uh, personally, and uh, so that's what I want to do. I found out this week that my daughter, who is 15 years old, drives a car, does all the things that 15-year-olds do. Um, she has always apparently called laundry detergent laundry sauce. <laughs> No way. So, yeah, when she was little, she used to make up names for things like Checklinester, you know, was the lady yeah. at the checkline. And, uh, and stapes were stamps and tape mixed together. And shrinks were shrimp. And because they shrink and they're shrimp. And so, <laughs> uh, And And it's just good to know every now and then that sh- that, that inner three year old is still there.
3: Laundry sauce.
2: Laundry sauce. Just put some more laundry sauce on there. You got dirty laundry. Yeah, just pour pour a big cup of laundry sauce in there. What if it's the powdered kind? It'll it, it, laundry sauce is the only kind that uh, she she knows about apparently. What if she grows up later and
3: she gets powdered kind when she's like you know grown up and stuff?
2: I don't know. I don't know what she would call it. I don't know. Mm. Maybe she'll call it laundry you, sugar. You you set me up for a really good joke, and I didn't have one. I didn't oh, have anything. No, I'm just genuinely curious. <laughs> what would you call it? Because now my brain's going,
3: you know, you got tr- all those other things you said. shrinks. And- laundry
2: toppings. I don't know. Laundry toppings. There you go. <laughs> this is my underwear powder. Uh, my clothing stuff. I don't know. I don't- but laundry sauce—that's that's, that's oh, my. my weekly update for today. Nice and short compared to crime shovel. Oh, so,
3: well, geez, man, I, I I don't even know how to to proceed. Except I'll just go ahead and tell you what I that what I was doing last week when you were having a fun time with your podcast that I missed. Oh yeah, um, that's
2: right. We did miss you. Jay did a yeah. good job though. He filled in. Yeah, now. of course he does. And I'm glad that he doesn't
3: do. An extremely good job, and that he already has his own, you know, other podcast. Because then you would, you know, have to send me off to the podcast retirees committee or something.
2: We we would do that with we, we very quickly. It would yeah, it, that's n- never thing. happen.
3: Okay then, but still, I, I good job by the way on last week. That's awesome. But uh, last week, I went to the not the birthplace of my wife because she was actually born in Minneapolis uh but the place where she grew up from age 6 and beyond and and that is a little town called Princeton West Virginia and um as you can assume with with West Virginia there are plenty of rednecks up there oh yeah a lot of, yeah you know they're the mountain kind of rednecks you know down here in the south we got the southern rednecks right a little bit different, but the mountain rednecks, I, I guess technically they're called hillbillies I'm yeah, sure. I was
2: going to ask about that if that's what it was. Um,
3: but you know, we have hillbillies in Tennessee and Kentucky, but uh but the the West Virginia version of a redneck um, is not much different than the the Georgia version and and after being there in in a culture that's surrounded by, with them and whatnot, I, I may, I may not actually be the redneck that I, I thought I was. <laughs> really? So yeah. They outdid you, huh? They, they did. Um, you know, for one, uh, going to the Walmart up there, I, I did notice that, uh, you know, I dressed a little bit more, um, preppy, a little bit more preppy than they did. Uh, maybe not even preppy. I just actually had clothes on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> ones West Virginia. Um, I, I had, I had most of my chompers in place. Oh, okay. You know, that's there. And, um, and I, I didn't stand around and stare at people like some of them did. It just, don't. I, I don't know it just
2: what, do you, what are you, was, were they were they looking at you were they staring at you they, yeah, maybe
3: because I didn't belong or something I don't know,
2: but uh you're you're so nice like, it's hard to it's hard to read through the lines here and try to figure out what what exactly they're doing and so yeah. so they were giving you the eye huh they i think so <laughs> um and and there, it's not like there weren't interesting
3: things to look at. Uh, because as we were leaving the Walmart there was a car fire. Oh. Wow. And it didn't I mean it was like normal to them. Because <laughs> nobody was crowding around it. I mean, there was a couple dudes standing on top of their trucks trying to get a good look at it, but it didn't hold up traffic or anything like that. It's wow. like oh, we got a car fire out there in the parking lot. Uh so eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not really rednecked. <laughs> And I drove by every single fireworks stand in the state and I didn't buy a thing. Oh, so must- that's
2: definitely taking a few points off. Well, I yeah. I would say it's like this. I, I would say, you know, you're 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 on the spectrum. I'm on the spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Like you're not totally rednecked out, you know, but you're on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> so Okay.
3: I can I can live with that. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against them. Obviously, uh, they're quite engineering. I mean, because
2: you know, on on one end you've got rednecks that are just normal people. They just like country music and they drive a big truck, you know. And then on the other end, way over there, you got Mister Mister Confederate Flag, you know, mm-hmm. Trump two thousand ninety nine, you know, all this guy on the <laughs> other side. So somewhere in there you're on that spectrum i would say you're closer to i just happen to live in the country and enjoy a, a good ride in a truck
3: yeah or or maybe it's uh one of those while in rome act as the romans type uh yeah.
2: i because you're about, you're yeah. way too much of a tech guy you know you you know computers and all that fancy stuff you you know how to st- stream church services and you're you're way way too intelligent to to be too far to to one side on there, so no, let's see. Uh, But you do have a toilet in your front yard, so th- that definitely puts you firmly on the yeah. spectrum. I, I
3: think, as you said last time, maybe that puts me more in the white trash zone.
2: <laughs> well, they're, they're, it's a three prong spectrum. Then yeah, I forgot about <laughs> the, the the white trash <laughs> side of things.
3: Yeah, it's in the side yard now though, so I, I suppose that's maybe a little better.
2: Oh good. Good deal. behind the most bushes. I'm proud of you. Um it's still there though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wanted to take a second and thank some of our patrons real quick by naming uh our patrons uh our top ten patrons. Basically Ooh, 10, yes. there's a way for me to organize them. Um when I'm looking at all of them and and there's 60 60 patrons we love every one of them and we appreciate the support that they give the show but I can sort them by how much they've given in total and oh. it, it it's it's only current through April of a couple of years ago or, or yeah about 15 months ago so our top 10 givers in in that amount of time Have been, uh, number one, my wife, Jennifer, who supports the show, which is awesome. That Uh, is awesome. Number two is James Spangler, so thank you. Yeah. Number three is Eric Kubay. Four, Janu Striezbeck. Five, Carrie Wright. Six, Zane Estrada. Seven, Dave O'Keefe. Eight, Carrie Bernhardt. Nine, Robert Howe. And uh, ten, Nate St. Clair. Well, well, well. So we thank all of our patrons, of course, but Absolutely. I just figured we would feature our top 10 givers. And you know what? Now
3: uh, the 100,000 million people who listen to our show, now they know who the the top 10 at least that they can thank and yeah. uh, thank their prayers. And-
2: <laughs> Add them to the, your, your prayer list. We should start a prayer, prayer list just for patrons. Pray- we will pray for you, but not everyone. <laughs> sorry, sorry about your dog, but uh we're praying for we're praying for Nate Saint Clair this week because he he has a boo boo on his arm. So
3: yeah, and Robert Howe.
2: Yeah, well, we How? got some iTunes reviews as well, brought to us by MyPodcastReviews dot com, where you can get reviews from your podcast for free. You ought to check it out. Best podcast ever, says DV girl from the United States. This show made me turn into a bat and fly away. <laughs> It'll do that. It'll do. Yeah. CC says, great show. Hey, James and John. I started listening to this podcast a couple of days ago and I love it. It's hard to find clean comedy and this show is amazing.
3: Well, keep listening. You might change your mind.
2: Redrum Clown 73 says, these guys are amazing. I hope to meet these amazing people someday. I guess you could say I'm kind of a stalker, but not really. I just love him so much. Yeah, a little stalkery. <laughs> a little stalkery. I wish Con wasn't canceled. That was going to be my early birthday present for my whole family. Yeah. So, and then, uh, I don't know. This is G- GDHSHSHD. Yeah, says, absolutely love this podcast. I recently started listening And this is one of my absolute favorites. And then DSAB123 says, y'all are amazing. And I I love listening to y'all when I'm sad or bored. Y'all are really funny. And I'm happy I found y'all. Thanks for lifting me up when I'm sad. Don't stop. You're amazing. So, wow. wow. Way to to pump us up there. I feel good. I feel like I got to, you know, really perform today do an excellent job well let's do it let's do what we came to do and bring them some stories right now yeah. Is there
3: to to a
2: story? all right uh this one's called glassy-eyed gal and it comes to us from anitra kitfield from fredericksburg virginia well
3: i know where that's. that's not too far from where i was really
2: Wait. really I think,
3: I don't remember.
2: (laughs) Hey, James and John, we started listening to that story show about a year ago, and y'all are practically family now. We really bonded over the cockroaches episode. Well, good. I'm glad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) There's one thing you can
2: bond over. It's cockroaches (laughs) and little tiny, (laughs) nasty insects. Anyway, I noticed you kind of like bathroom jokes. Oh Yeah, Mm. sometimes, depends on, you know, which one it is. So whose bathroom it is? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a story that takes place in the bathroom. A few years ago, my family and I drove down to Richmond, Virginia, for a Monster Jam show. So somebody else is on the spectrum here. Yes. Um, we we don't frequent the area often, and had a hard time finding parking, and wound wound up in a fancy hotel parking garage. We gathered ourselves to start the long walk to the stadium, and stop by the hotel lobby for the customary small children in tow bathroom break. I took the baby to the ladies room for a diaper change while the rest of us, uh, while the rest of the family were done and waiting in the lobby. You need to know the setup first. This particular bathroom had a changing station mounted to the wall next to the sinks in the mirror. So that's where I was standing. I could look in the mirror and see the stall doors behind me. The doors were fancy schmancy bathroom doors. They were the kind of with wooden lou- louver doors. And you could, you couldn't, yeah, you would see on, uh, it's the kind you would see on a pantry or a laundry yeah. room. Right. And they went all the way to it. the floor. They, they actually had lever style doorknobs. So there I was, I was changing the baby when I heard a loud banging noise coming from behind. I looked up into the mirror, stunned. And I saw the other ladies were washing their hands, looking confused as well. Bang! Again, we all looked around. Bang! Bang! Crack! The sound is coming from one of the stalls. I leaned over to cover the baby and get ready to pick her up and bolt if I needed to as wood splinters actually start flying from the door and a a leather woman's high-heeled boot comes through. It gets stuck a little. It pulls back for a few more splintering kicks. And then a blue-jean-clad thigh tries to squeeze through the hole. It stops and retreats back in awkwardly. A hand comes out, grabs the door lever from the outside, and tries to push the door open. Struggles and fails. A woman then climbs through the hole and saunters out of the bathroom, noticeably glassy-eyed, but her pride seemingly intact. The battle with the door was won. Uh, We other women in the bathroom, having just witnessed what too many drinks could do to a person's problem solving skills, all looked around in shock at each other as if to say, you saw that too, right? And then a scared woman in the stall next to the now damaged one opened her door inward and, (laughs) and peeked out to see what had happened. We all laughed and finished up and left the story better than any. uh, We left with a story better than anything at monster jam. Keep up the good work and the hilarious stories uh anitra kitfield from fredericksburg virginia so there you <laughs> yeah. go don't drink and pee guys or ladies yeah and and
3: it i think my takeaway from that one was the uh the high-heeled uh uh gal um was trying to open the door in the wrong direction
2: yeah yeah and she figured there was only one way she had to <laughs> escape and that was to go through it wow man. go right through it I, I figured that was someone else on the spectrum, John. I, well, that's
3: a different spectrum. I think, uh, I don't, I don't think that's something that I, that I, uh,
2: they were there from the, from the, uh, they were there for monster jam that, you know, okay. <laughs> she just had a head start. That's all it was. What, what exactly is monster jam? Is that a, is that like a trucks a monster truck? Okay.
3: Yeah. I, all right.
2: I've been to one of those. Have you ever been? Yeah. It, it, it uh-huh. Mine was kind of a letdown. To be honest, I I went to this thing and Gravedigger was there. Gravedigger's always there. Oh yeah, well, no matter where <laughs> Gravedigger's like the the truck that is always there. There must be about 50, fifteen of them then, but probably Gravedigger was there and and they did a bunch of stuff, but it it was more like a race, like like they had to do certain loops around the track and and all this kind of stuff and it wasn't yeah. crushing cars and there wasn't explosions and and big wheeled trucks flipping over and stuff like that it was just kind of kind of like i don't know a like a a, a boring sports arena event with yeah. a
3: big truck yeah
2: yeah yeah well
3: so like the first one i ever went to is actually in florida and it was a tractor pull as well as the monster trucks and so, like they, you know, it was competition type things, and then they brought the monster trucks out at the end to, you know, smash cars. But the one that I went to up here in in, in Atlanta, um, it was it was like what you're saying. It seems like they kind of changed the format, and it was just kind of a a race around the track. And right, we're right. cool. Right. I don't even think they were keeping score because like nobody came out at the end and was you know a winner per se.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I wanted to see action, like in the yeah. commercials, you know, they're like, come on it's down good. to Sunday, it's going to be, Sunday. Sunday. we're going to rip each other apart and stuff's going to happen, you know, uh, it's just, it, it didn't live up to the hype, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, sure, it doesn't.
2: I ended up leaving and going and sitting in the car, because I was- You didn't get
3: trapped in a bathroom stall and, and kick your way out?
2: No, I didn't, but man, I, I'll tell <laughs> you, I've learned an important lesson today, that if uh, if I ever trapped in there and I just can't get out, I'm gonna try the other direction. Just kick
3: through that door. <laughs> yeah, that's always helpful. How drunk Dude. do you have
2: to be that that's that's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, I'm gonna kick through this liver door with my high heels. They're gonna keep. They ain't gonna keep me in here. And how strong was this woman too? I mean, no no offense, but you gotta be pretty thick to be able to beat down a bathroom (laughs) door i mean imagine uh, your average woman trapped into a a a a, a closet or or a a pantry and then kicking them kicking their way out i I, that would take some tenacity is all i'm saying
3: well (laughs) you'd take that and a good pair of shoes
2: yeah yeah good pair of high heel boots so high heel boots
0: Well, I got a story
3: for you. All right. Comes for us from P, P. Jenks. All right. P. Jenks, P. Janks? Yeah, that's what he gave us. Let's, okay. Well, this is this is called the wheelbarrow wound. Wheelbarrow. That's one of those words that when you say it, it feels weird coming Especially out. Especially the wheel. second half. Barrow.
2: Barrow. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a wheel. It's a barrow with a wheel.
3: Wheelbarrow. And I don't even have a, a, a barrow without a wheel. Yeah. So I don't know what a plain barrow looks like, but
2: yeah, apparently it's just a just a scooper. It's a scooper wheel without barrow. a useless thing. Let's. The guy had one, and yeah. and he he's like, I got this bowl with these two handles on it. It's called it a barrow, barrow. and barrow. Yeah. you know somebody said you ought to put a wheel on that thing. As yes, I say,
3: barrow sounds like an English word, doesn't, it? doesn't it? it? Go down to the barrow, put a wheel on it. Well, in, in here, in my part of the country, we call it a wheelbarrow. Oh. So, wheelbarrow. Uh, I got one in on, my garage.
2: It makes sense.
3: Yeah. Well, here goes. Hey, James and John. It's your friendly neighborhood crush killer, except this time it's not a crush being killed. A poor little boy's heart, nay, his soul, mostly his knee, was soon to be destroyed. In a middle, I was in middle school, and my mom had a job for me. We had an old hanging swing on our back porch, and it was to be replaced soon. Behind our house is the woods. So my mom, clearly trying to get me out of her business for the day, said, throw it over the fence. I was definitely not capable of doing that at the time, so I got another brilliant idea. I'd get my dad's hammer and break it into pieces, load it into a wheelbarrow, and then toss it over. Good job. I also knew this lady down the street who used to like to kick doors in. So I asked her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she made quick work of it, of it.
3: She made quick work, and that's the end of the story. Let
2: me go put on my high heel boots, honey. I'll be right there. Let me let me also <laughs> get about three sheets into the wind. I'll be right over. <laughs> Got to get something to drink before I head on over. Yeah, I'll come kick your swing apart. That's no big deal at all, baby. Yeah, swing kicker.
3: <laughs> well, no, he didn't put that in there. Anyways, but his, his idea was genius. Just break it up, yep. smaller pieces, and then throw it over the How fence. do you eat an elephant?
2: Well, you know, you, you, one bite at a time. So, oh, right,
3: Gotcha. Yeah. One bite at a time. That's right. And, uh, and a strong gag reflex, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I did, I did this maybe three times, down and back and, or so, and then I realized it was starting to get dark, and I needed to get done soon because I wanted to go eat supper. Little did I know, my haste would cost a trip to the ER. Ugh. Bum, bum, bum. No joke. In an attempt to speed things up, I grabbed the handles of the wheelbarrow with my palms facing up mm. or upside down. I don't know what that means, actually.
2: Well, you're, you usually grab it and your thumbs are in the middle. Right. No. Hold, hold it out in front of you. Hold your hands out in front of you. Grab, yeah. a, grab a wheelbarrow. Your hand it's palm hey. over the top. Oh yeah, they're on the sides But yeah. he grabbed You he can grab it from up underneath where your fingers are closer to each other and your yeah, thumbs are on the okay. outside. So he's he's doing it the wrong way.
3: Gotcha. That I, I, that good explanation there cuz I was trying to imagine that and that you're, you're you're brilliant, James, brilliant. I grabbed the handles of the wheelbarrow with my palms facing up or upside down and it was go time. I sprinted to the back of the yard and chunked some wood over. I grabbed the wheelbarrow again the same way and took off towards the swing. Everything went wrong. Then, <laughs> time slowed down. Usually, it does happen in that order, does it? It does. It does. You know the little thin piece of metal that crosses the wheel in the mm-hmm. front of a wheelbarrow? Yeah,
2: they don't have a cushion on that, do they? No. No.
3: I think it's there to keep the, uh, the handles from torsioning and, and twisting and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, this old piece of doo-doo had gotten stuck in the ground, causing the wheelbarrow to make an abrupt stop. Well, you know the law of inertia, right? Just in case you forgot, objects in motion tend to stay in motion. I was an object, and boy, was I in motion. I flew. I flew for Pete's sake! Uh, I was sent hurtling over the old barrow. I would love to think I turned into Superman for a moment, but I know that's not true, because I abruptly face-planted. I got up and looked over myself to make sure everything was still attached, and everything was, except there was one problem. Blood was pouring from my knee. Yuck. That's gross. Pouring from your knee. That's Could we just say it just a little bit
2: there, because pouring sounds gross. Apparently, I had cut myself on the bar supporting uh, the
3: two wheels.
2: Well, at least it wasn't his shin. I have a thing about shins hitting things like that. <laughs> yeah. Because and, and, there's just so little little padding between your skin and your shin. No it's, padding. It's just your skin and it, your shin. Yeah. It's bad. And bone. bone. So, it's, it's, it's a good
3: thing that that bone's so thick because I've got like dents in mine from running into stuff. Oh. Uh, anyway, it was on his knee. And um, he had to go to urgent care, got a bunch of staples, and lived to tell the tale. He also says, you guys are great.
2: P. Jinx. P. Jinx. P. Jinx also sent a photo of the scar. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see this. I don't <laughs> well, want <see> to it,
3: <laughs> it was scarred up by then, right? It wasn't like the right, bloody. Right, right.
2: Just, it just looked like a hairy leg with, you know, with a scar on it. And I was like, <laughs> I don't
3: want to see this. You know? Well, if you don't have a scar, at least one scar on your knee somewhere you probably didn't have a childhood.
2: That's true. I kneeled one time near a a uh, uh a bonfire. I kneeled down to pick something <laughs> up on one Holy. knee and my one knee went right onto a hot coal and it burned nice. right through my pants and Ouch. embedded itself in just underneath my my uh my kneecap. And uh, it it hurt, and now you have a Hang nice on. nice little scar there, that little recess underneath your kneecap. You know, it was just perfectly placed right there. I had to, I had to go over and flick it out with my thumb to get it to ah, to, to let go. Man. It was it was bad. Me so and it, me it and it fire. Yeah, yeah. You got
3: you got some scars from fire,
2: huh? Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, th- this one comes to us from Gwen. It is a voicemail, and it's called Proposal Panic. I uh, hope yeah. you enjoy it.
1: Hi, James and John. I have a story about my mom and dad. They went to Belize so that my dad could propose. I don't
2: believe
3: you.
1: And they were on a boat to go see, I forgot what the guy was called, I think it was like Kenneth Rogers or like <laughs> Kenny Rogers
2: or something like that. Okay, I just want to admit right now that is the only reason why this made it <laughs> onto the show. <laughs> Kenneth Rogers. I think it was Kenneth Rogers, something. I don't know. They were on a boat to
3: see. Okay, I was thinking like some kind of like whale watching. Or... No,
2: they're going to see Kenny Rogers in Belize. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and and from now on, I will George. never call him Kenny ever again. His name is Kenneth Rogers now.
3: Kenneth. <laughs> Rogers, that sounds so professional. That's the classical version of Kenny Rogers. Uh, Ken-
2: it's Kenneth. I play a different style of music. You are thinking of Kenny Rogers, my my twin brother, who plays country music. Yes. Uh, anyway, Lord rest let's so. let's listen to the rest of it
1: though. And they were going over to a different island on a boat, and they were on a big boat where the hole. I think it's the hole. Anyway, the front of the boat kind of comes up. And About? so while they were driving along, they felt a <laughs> and <laughs> oh no! it was a boat from a fisherman oh who no. um, had a smaller boat and they just ran right over the boat. Luckily, see? the fisherman decided to jump off of the boat for his life and Smart. when they looked back to see what the heck happened uh, he was giving them the international sign of I'm not happy so <laughs> yeah <laughs> what does that that's look my like? <laughs> dad and mom's story about when they ran over or almost ran over a fisherman in Belize oh. Thanks, guys, for the wonderful podcast. Uh, You're welcome. Y'all have a great day.
2: All right. So they're going to see Kenneth Rogers and <laughs> and dadgummit if they don't run over a fisherman. And the we'll uh, fisherman oh gives the international sign of not being happy. <laughs> John doesn't know what that is, of course. I mean, I know what the international sign for your number one
1: (laughs) is, but I
3: I don't know. I mean, if I had just abandoned a boat that just got ran over by a bigger boat, I don't think I'd be waving any signs. I'd be,
2: hello, help me. Help me. Sorry. We We can't stop. We've got to go see Kenneth. (laughs) No. In Belize.
3: Uh, Oh, man. Kenneth Rogers. It's great. Kenneth. So I guess, I guess the proposal worked. Then, I, I, all the I assume they
2: made it past this point. Yeah. And, and, and do you go back for a fisherman that you've run over? I would say, no, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I would not go back. I, I would just have to keep on putting away to my mm. destination. I, I, I know you probably wouldn't do the same thing, but I would, I would leave. I would be so mortified that I had done such a thing. There would be no way I could go back and and get cussed out in in whatever language they speak in Belize. Um, Belize. Just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were making out and weren't paying attention where they were going, so excited to see Kenneth. Uh, Wow. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you run over somebody, but it it can happen. All right. (laughs) um, Tebow the Shooter. From uh, San Luis Obispo, California, sent us in something that I think John will like. Uh, it's called Fart Facts. Hello, James and John. Before I get into the stuff that is, de- that is designed to make John laugh, I would like to mm. say that I love your show. My name is Tebow, pronounced Tebow, and I have been listening for four years. Now, wow. here, here are a lot of different ways to say fart, all in the context of who. So, who cut the cheese? Hmm. Who sneaked a one-cheek squeak? Mm. Who popped a fluffy? Who who pinched a stank monkey? Uh, Who blew the brown bugle? Never heard that one before.
3: Who let the beans out? Let the beans out. Who tooted their trouser trumpet? (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Trouser trumpet. Uh, Sounds like something an Irish guy would say. Who's got the trouser trumpets blowing? (laughs) who's
2: got gravy pants oh Oh, that's the dark side it's the dark side uh who's cuckoo for cocoa puffs i never heard that one before uh who's airbrushed their boxers that's kind of nasty that's gross too because that (laughs) implies
3: a certain staining
2: effect yeah yeah it was just a highly compressed oxygen you know air was forcing out a liquid to, to paint with uh who sneezed out the wrong end never heard that one before
3: Again, that's kind of, uh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> who
2: shredded the cheese? I've heard that. Who's who fixed the shoe? I never who heard that one. I don't who? know. That must be a silent, but deadly one. I yeah. guess. Huh? Yeah. It smells like leather in here. I don't know. <laughs> for some reason. Who
3: fixed the shoe? My boys have one to add who burned the swamp. Oh, sounds they, good. They came up with that a while. Johnny actually came up with that one when they, he was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hope this one gets on the show. If it does, I bet John is cracking up. Well, yeah, he's laughing so much. <laughs> so please give these guys, or don't give these guys bad reviews. I don't want James to get depressed and quit the show again. Oh, oh, man. oh. Holy- dang. Oh. Too soon, man. Ouch. It, it wasn't a quit. It was a needed, it, it was a it, respite. It was, it was due to depression. He's not wrong. <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh just leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone about it. That's, yeah,
1: that's
2: it's, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> like I like I like I wanted to quit. I didn't want to quit. So
0: anyway, you just wanted to keep your
3: trouser trumpet.
2: Yeah. I hate farting. <laughs> just, <laughs> I put that on there just for you. It's all for you. Now cuz now we're oh, going to okay. get we're gonna get twenty five fart stories this week, guaranteed. Mm. So- yeah, of all the
3: of all the uh, euphemisms for farting that we that we missed, yes, or that Tebow missed because Tebow came up with this list. So yeah, uh, yeah, I got one here from uh, Igor. Oh man, I'm gonna mess this up. Sorry, uh, Rougier. Rougier. Wow, that's better than I would have done. Igor Rougier. Well, it comes from Guine France. Okay. So, hey, uh, one of our listeners, international listeners, sent Sweet. us a story. And, and it's in French, so I can't read it. So, it's really, uh, mm-hmm. just kidding. He wrote it to us in English. It's awesome. Yay! Yeah. Hey, James and John, my name is Igor, and I have a very gross story to tell you. I'm, I can see why you let me read this one. <laughs> one day, I was out watering the plants, and I was barefoot. I was going back inside when I stepped on something squishy. Nasty. At first, nasty. At first, I thought I stepped in dog poop barefoot, but then I realized I don't have a dog.
2: He he just suddenly realized
3: it. Yeah, it's like I stepped in dog poop. <laughs> Wait Sorry. a minute! I don't have the dog, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a very bad French accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the dog. When I looked down, I
2: saw this weird ball. So I lifted my foot up and I saw a hey, dead bird. Dead bird, people. It's a dead bird. He stepped on a dead bird. A dead one. A one that a was squishy. A dead freaking, freaking, <laughs> squishy, nasty freaking bird. <laughs> I would so have rather than
3: dog poop, but no, it was a dead bird. My toe was starting to poke a hole through it. And <laughs> soon blood <laughs> flew out, everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah! That's gross. It's very gross. Very wrong.
3: I then washed my foot for two hours straight. Ugh. I learned my lesson. Always wear shoes when you go outside.
2: There you go. Even even in France, it's a good even, idea to
3: yes. It's international wisdom, right there. To,
2: yeah.
3: Uh, Igor says, "I love that story." Show and Red School Bus. Peace. And in in parentheses, he says, "Dogs are dumb."
2: That's right. That's from Red School Bus. We. We over at Red School bus believe that dogs are dumb. So <laughs> well you can say that cuz you got two of them. Yeah. So don't Igor them. how was that again? Pronounced his last name? I think it's Rogier. Rogier. Rogier? That's cool. That is cool. Well, thanks for sending us something all the way from France. I wonder what the international symbol of don't step on a dead bird would look like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that your hand motions or is that just a look of it on your face
2: cuz it's called a bird you know so uh, you know how it, it, you, you put up your middle finger but but then but then the the two bent fingers on each side kind of squiggle back and forth like a dead bird kicking you know so this is the that becomes a symbol of don't step on a dead bird don't step on it anyway Geez. i don't know uh trevor from missouri sends us a story called a gentle whisper. And this one is my favorite story of the, of the whole show. Uh, he, he and I met up actually, um, on June 20th at a wow. a hamburger restaurant here in town called high point. And, uh, he told me this and I said, dude, you have got to send that in. And so this is his email. Hey, <laughs> Hey, that story show people, um, he says, uh, James, it was great meeting you and your wife in St. Louis for NorthxCon twenty twenty. I'm hoping to get to meet you someday soon too. Now d- don't freak out. North Con did not occur, <laughs> but That's... he met me on the day NarthexCon would have been, so I told him he was the only attender. And and <laughs> NarthexCon yeah. just happened to be at High Point Burgers. So <laughs>
3: anyway. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. So uh, he says, James and Jen are awesome people, and we had a great time sharing life stories and hanging out. And we did. We did. Now, for those of you that think that James over-exaggerates to gross things, let me set the record straight right here. James grossing out is the real deal, because I told mm. him and his wife a really gross story, too gross for this podcast, and I watched as his whole body tensed up and started shaking. He, he's not lying. He told a story. And it was so messed up and I don't even want to talk about it now because it's making me all get you on the inside. So, but it had something to do with his wife cutting her leg wide open and Whoa. <laughs> oh, come on. laid it open with a razor, man. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> why'd you have to tell me that? I, I wasn't know. there. <laughs> just, just <laughs> It was in my, it was in my head. It came out my mouth. I'm sorry. So on another note, because of some order confusion, Jen touched the wrapper of my sandwich. <gasps> um, yeah. He says, only, my only regret is that I didn't sell it on the That Story Show Black Market for $5. Yeah. Oh, man. He, he, was, he was impressed when Jen touched yeah. his food on accident. So um, <laughs> Now, James asked me to send in a story, so here it is. Back when I was in high school, I was saying goodbye to my youth pastor's wife. We were pretty close since I was dating her daughter. So it was a big hug. The embrace was warm and I was very relaxed. So relaxed that as her hand patted on my back, a small bubble rose in my throat and rolled off my tongue as a soft burp that I whispered softly into her ear. <laughs> <laughs> she That's and me. The best. So terrible. That <laughs> would be so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> just to just ran, Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> just a little <laughs> in your ear, right so, in your ears like this. Uh, <laughs> she she, she she immediately took offense at the fact that she had successfully burped a teenage dude, and, pu- <laughs> and pushed me away. And I don't blame her. <laughs> it's, it's her fault. <laughs> she was <laughs> I on the back. It was too comfortable. It was he was too at ease. It just happened. Thanks for the amazing show and the great time in St. Louis, Trevor from Missouri. Yeah, he told me that, and I about fell out of my chair. Because <laughs> I would die. I would just shrivel up and die if I accidentally burped in some lady's ear. I would, I, it's like running over the dude with the boat. I would just have to keep going. I would just turn around and leave, and I would never look back, and I would quit dating her daughter, and I would never see her again, ever. Move to- country (laughs) new youth pastor new church the whole thing secret identity all the way i I burped in your ear there's no coming back from that
3: so Mm, that's like accidentally walking in on somebody in the bathroom
2: oh you
3: know it's their fault they didn't lock the door but now you have to move to a different country (laughs) just the way it is
2: (laughs) oh gosh thanks trevor for sending that
3: in man sorry i missed meeting out meeting missed out on meeting you yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it sucks that we didn't get to do uh, Narthex yeah. Con. There were some some great folks coming, and so what I did is I took all the stickers that I had, and I I haven't sent you any yet, but I sent them out to all the people that pre registered for the event because I was like, Daggum it. you know, I've got these stickers, and yeah. so and it was somebody uh, put it on Facebook, and they're like, uh, "Now, you know, I'm sad I didn't go to Narthex Con, but." All I was going for was a sticker anyway, so yay! (laughs) Yeah, maybe we could still
3: kind of do something for everybody who registered. We could do a special Zoom with them or something. I don't
2: know. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Probably not. (laughs) Definitely. You got your sticker. That's all you wanted anyway. Yeah. This one comes to us from someone named Virginia, but probably not from Virginia. Probably not. This is a roundabout rescue. Hi. My name is Virginia. That's my mom's name, too, by the way, just FYI. Really?
2: Yep. How did I not know that?
3: Well, because she goes by Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, but her first name is actually Virginia. Well, there you go. I've never called her that, but uh, yeah. I always called her mom.
2: Yeah.
3: Anyways, Virginia tells us that I have been listening to your podcast for about two years. Well, thank you. Anyway, I have a story for you. It's about time. Uh the summer after sixth grade, went to a sleepaway camp. In this camp, we would drive around to different campsites, sleep in tents, and then hike during the day. That sounds awesome, actually. Um, uh, because there were about there were only 15 of us in our group, we didn't need a bus. So we drove around in a white van. I can imagine the van that it is. You know, those, those oh yeah, church van, dude. Van. Yep. 15 passenger van. 15 passenger church van. Well, one day we stopped at a grocery store. We dropped off two of the counselors and the other counselor was just going to keep driving all the kids around until the uh, other counselors were done shopping. Our counselor drove us around the roundabout a couple times for fun, but he didn't stop there. Ah. We must have gone around that circle at least 75 times. <laughs> we were all laughing at the looks on people's faces as we went round and round and round. And some people even stopped to stare for a couple minutes. Eventually though we stopped and pulled into the parking lot to wait. After a couple minutes a police officer pulled up beside us. All of the kids are freaking out because we thought our counselor was going to get arrested. Uh-oh. It turned out that some Karen lady <laughs> 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 some lady had called the police on us because we thought that our counselor had kidnapped us in his white van and was torturing us on a roundabout.
2: <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's you what know, you that's, do. That's what kidnappers are, are all about that. Yeah. Um, she thought,
3: in, thought instead of us waving and yelling to each other happily, we were waving and screaming for help.
2: Well, I'm glad she was there.
3: Yeah. Thanks, uh, lady. Our, uh, our counselor cleared everything up with a police officer. And later he said that having this story was worth having this on his permanent record. Just a little FYI, Virginia, it probably didn't go on his record. Unless he got a ticket. He was a little nervous to tell his boss, but when he told her, she just laughed. I hope you find this funny. Keep up the great podcast. It has made many dull days better. Well, thanks, Virginia.
2: Thank you, Virginia. You know, uh, in Kansas City, when I first moved there, Uh, David got took me for a ride to Independence center and, uh, there is a very well-known intersection and it, it makes a complete cloverleaf, uh, where you can loop around, drive straight, loop around, drive straight, loop around, drive straight, loop around, drive straight. So it has four corners to it, four loops, and, uh, you can get off and on the same two highways over and over and over. Uh, first going North on one way, then going, you know, East on it. And then, well, anyway, you get the point, the point, but the thing is, he took me on this cloverleaf and I, I just didn't, I was talking to him and I wasn't paying attention. And we must've gone around that thing like four times before I was like, Hey, what the heck is going on? Where are we? Why are we here? I'm starting to get dizzy and I didn't know why. And we we just kept turning. It just seemed like it was just turning. And he just laughs and laughs. And, and he's like, now you know what to do whenever you bring somebody out here that's new to <laughs> Kansas City. And I'm going to tell you what, I enjoyed the heck out of that. I, I took people on the Cloverleaf. Leaf. I would take my wife. She was the one that loved it the most because I would run it and she knew what I was doing and I would still do it. <laughs> she would She'd get so oh. mad. I don't know how many people do that. That's probably <laughs> all the traffic
3: on there is because of people doing that.
2: <laughs> it was rough. It was funny though. Anyway, that is the show for today. Do you have a funny life story? Send your stories, email or audio to that story at gmail.com. If we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Janu Streisbeck, and Kerry Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. We appreciate your support, guys. And uh, it helps. So think about it. Think about doing that this week. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just think, hey... I could gross James out with this story. <laughs> it belongs on that story show. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, peeps. Peace out. Thanks, John. Hey, thanks, James. It's always a pleasure. All right. Just think about me when I'm on my float trip.
3: Mmm. Right. Sipping on that root beer float.
2: Mmm. I like ice been... That would, right. that would be if it was uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. That's that's what a mm. float trip would be. That would be awesome. That would be. A
3: root beer river on top of an ice cream bowl. That'd yep, with
2: everybody's feet in it. And it would be just all you need is a straw. I wouldn't. Eat that. Just one. their butt and their feet in the, in the, in the, in the water. <laughs> so gross. Um, okay. it's, it's not going to work for me. I don't want one anymore.